0: Damn,
1: be
2: Expecting that uh, I want to say how thankful I am to be here tonight and uh, it' was a pleasant of you for a while and I've been able to be here for homecoming but boy I sure do miss home um, I love each and every one of you. I, I thank God for how he moved this morning yeah. I'm young I'm only 20 but Terry said it he never ceases to amaze me sometimes I, I wonder and I get in life and wonder what's going to happen. And he reminds me how big and good he is. I'm glad that my God is alive and well. And I'm glad that when I have a cry out to him, he hears the cry of his children. I'm glad to be here tonight. Thank God for how he's moving. I'm looking forward to what God's going to do tonight. I'm looking forward to hear Israel preach the songs that are going to be sung. But I feel like saying this, if God impresses you to move at some point, would you please come? You'll find help, I promise this time, I ask everybody seated to stand. We wonder if anybody would have an unspoken prayer request in your heart. Let's surely remember all these. Anyone tonight with a spoken prayer request? for more conviction. Yeah, remember that. Yeah, that's what
3: oh, I was getting ready to say yeah, to you. Yeah. Yeah. Pray for more conviction, great, powerful spirit. Uh, pray for Brother Israel with. God just given him great liberty again to preach the word of
2: God. Yeah, remember that? Yeah. yeah. Anyone else? No. Nobody else has anything. We'll ask Brother Billy to lead us in prayer. the prayer we wonder at this time if anybody have a a song or a testimony anything on your heart feel like you need to share anybody at all anyone at all with a song or testimony anything i want to give ample opportunity but well pray for them as they come
4: This is an old song we sing a lot, us and other people too, talks about the lighthouse. And I tell you, if you haven't seen the light in this house today, God's light I'm talking about, you're blind and can't see afar off. And you're going to a place called hell. If you don't see that light sometime or other, you're going to have to go down with all nations that forget God. Just listen to the words of it and just think what this lighthouse means to you.
0: a lighthouse on a hillside it overlooks life's sea. when I'm tossed it sends out a light that I might see and the light that shines in darkness safely lead me home if it wasn't for the lighthouse this ship would sail no more ¡Sí! around me. They say, tear that lighthouse down. The big ships don't sell this way anymore. There's no use. It's standing round. But then my mind goes back.
4: church, I don't, I won't ask you to hold up your hand, but there's been hundreds and hundreds that I can know that the Lord has come into their hearts and their lives, and it's all because of the lighthouse that God set up, and we celebrated that over on Albert Street over yonder many years ago, and he brought it over here, and how he's blessed us, he's blessed us beyond measure, and so many more that went out the door back there and turned him away, and like a sister talking about the little girl down south there, just went out of time in eternity, we don't ever know, it might be Might be today, it might be tomorrow, we don't know. But I do know where I'm going, that's all.
5: say it's really good to be here tonight and uh, I feel like I've just feasted off of this morning all day um, this song says he has and he will always be and as long as we're here he's gonna be here with us so just really listen to the words I've not all he has, I've not always been graceful, but he has, I've not always been true, but he's always come through, when he has, yeah. I'm not strong, he says, I am. I say I can't go on, he says, I can. Though I'm not the better one, I've not always overcome, but he has.
3: thank God for the good spirit that you're tonight. I appreciate everything that's been done, uh, uh, choir singing and special singing and opening up. And I was sitting there and I got on my heart to ask Cooper to open up and, uh, boy, the Lord knows what we need and who needs to do what and when, and uh, I appreciate how he moved, and uh, I appreciate the excitement I feel being in church tonight, and I've been looking forward all day to coming back tonight. And I appreciate what I feel and the burden I have already. And I'm looking forward to hearing uh, Brother Israel preach. And I, I want you to just pray with everything within you is. Pray, pray, pray. And listen. And then obey. Brother Israel, come on.
6: <clears throat> Man, good to be back at Lima tonight uh, I'll be quite honest with you my plan was to come this morning and head back home yeah. I didn't plan on being back here tonight but I'm glad God planned on it
3: yeah.
6: Amen. see when we don't know he does That's right. uh I preached for a long time at Smyrna, a message over and over again. I can't, but God can. Um, I told them at church, I tell you, I tell people, I can't fix your problems. I I can't do it. Um, If I could, I would. You got a leaky water line or you need a wall built, I can probably help you there. But well, when you've got something going on in your life that only God knows, I can't fix it. I, I can't. Um, but God can. Preacher, I just don't know how to get my life back on track. Well, God does. God does. Preacher, I don't know. I don't know how to get dedicated to God. Well, if you'll let Him, He'll help you. I tell you, the first step to getting dedicated to God is just obeying Him. Amen. I remember when I was a young preacher. Now I'll tell one on myself. Uh, I didn't take it serious. God called me to preach, and that was good, and I was fine with that. And I'd hit a lick here and there. All that was good. and Maybe I'd be in for a little while, and then I wouldn't take it. I'm going to tell you, anything you do for God serious business. And until you get dedicated in doing it and being willing to do it. I, I remember the first time I met Trey. I'm, I, I'm, I need him to plug his ears because, Lord mercy, it, it about break my heart to brag on him. Not. First time I met him, he was just a kid in college, and he'd come out to Mount Mary. And uh, I gave him an appointment come preach for me. I said, Wow, just a kid dedicated to the Lord. And man, he'd preach like a grown man. I'm not trying to blow his head up, but he'd preach like most grown men would preach. And I'd say, Wow. And man, I I want y'all not to get me wrong, I want you to understand what I'm saying tonight. I won't follow my heart if that's all right. Man, he didn't get up here and read the scripture and take his seed. He preached what God gave him to preach. And I, of course, fell in love with him. He'd come like ours, um, been like my own youngin'. Spent many a night at my house. I love him. Love him right out of my heart. But he was dedicated. He was dedicated to the Lord. I'm not saying he didn't have faults. I'm not saying all those things. He didn't have the battles that most kids have. But ain't it time to get dedicated? Hey Amen. I just want to ask you that question tonight. As I've been torn, on i got two directions, and I've been torn on which way to go tonight. I won't follow the Lord. Well, I'll be like Abraham. That's who we're going to read about here in a minute. And if you would, I'd like to journey up the mountain together. And boy, I desire your prayers. As a preacher, sometimes we like to compare services, but I'm not comparing this morning to tonight. They're two different services. Man, the message this morning, it, it's went out, it's done its work, it's run its course. Amen. man, God sent a new one tonight. So uh, I need your prayers, because I just want to get right as humble and as honest as I can. Yeah. Uh, ain't it time to get dedicated. Uh, uh, so if you would turn with us. I, I was at Brother Terry's, and boy, we had a wonderful time, Terry. I, I, he didn't even get taken out. We had so much uh, fun. I uh, enjoyed visiting with him and Linda. They made us right at home. And Amy uh, refreshed tonight. And I was sitting there and God laid this scripture on my heart tonight. And I just turned and marked it. And, and I really don't even know where to start reading, where to stop. So I'm going to have trust in God for it tonight. But y'all pray. Amen. 22nd chapter of the book of Genesis. I'd say some of you already turned there and know the spirit, scripture very well. 22nd chapter of the book of Genesis. Pray with us. And if you would, let's take a journey together, if that'd be all right. Uh, And it came to pass after these things that God did tempt Abraham and said unto him, Abraham, I want you to hear what Abraham said. And he said, Behold, here I am. And he said, take now thy son, thy only son, Isaac, whom thou lovest, and get thee into the land of Moriah, and offer him there a burnt offering upon one of the mountains which I will tell thee of. And I want you to listen what Abraham did. I, I want you to pray just a minute. I want you to listen. Now I want to ask you a question. In the day and age we live in, half of us can't even get church on time. I'm just preaching my heart tonight, Amen. And God ain't told me one time to take any one of my boys up on a mountain and give them up. He he never asked me to do that. But God has now come to this man and promised him a son, and He's gave him a son that He loves, and and that's going to be of His heritage and of His lineage uh, of the wife that He loves. And now He's asked Him to do something. Uh, that just seems impossible for a minute. Just I want you to think about that. He's come to Abraham and he said, "Abraham, take thy son, thy only son Isaac, upon the mountain and sacrifice him. Yeah. Give him up. Uh, I want you to take his life up there." And, and Abraham uh, said, uh, and Abraham did this. And Abraham rose up early in the morning and saddled his ass and he took two of his young men with him, and Isaac, his son, didn't forget the sacrifice, did he, um, and clave the wood for the burnt offering, and rose up, and went into the place of which God had told him. Then on the third day, boy, I like that, don't you? Then on the third day. Uh, uh, yes, sir. Uh, Abraham lifted his eyes and saw the place afar off. And Abraham said unto his men, Abide ye here with the ass, and I and the land will go yonder and worship and come again Amen. to you. Amen. And Abraham took the wood of the burnt offering and laid it upon Isaac. And boy, uh and his son, and uh, he took the fire in his hand uh, and a knife, and they went both of them together. And Isaac spake unto Abraham his father and said, My father. And he said, Here am I, my son. And he said, Behold the fire and the wood, but where is the lamb for the burnt offering? I love Abraham's reply, don't you? And Abraham said, my son, God will provide himself a lamb for a burnt offering. Uh, So they went both of them together. Now, before I get any farther, and I'm probably going to read some more in a minute, but Uh, I want to get to this place where we're at. Uh, So Abraham, now, uh, we know the Bible said the Lord spoke to him. uh, And he said, Abraham, uh, uh, get up. Uh, Boy, I want to tell you something tonight. Uh, Boy, ain't it time to get up. Uh, Amen. Uh, uh, Rise up. Uh, He told him, he said, now, Abraham, uh, uh, get up uh, and take what you love most. uh, And take it up here where I'm telling you and give it up. Uh, Amen. Can I tell you? something tonight. I understand the representation of this scripture, but I'm going to put it in your life for a minute. There's something that you love more and most and you've got to get rid of it tonight. In order to rise up, you got to be first willing to do what God asked you to do. You can't just sit around and let John. Hey, can I tell you something? Tonight, you can't just sit there and expect God to bless you. you. Can I tell you that if Abraham hadn't done what God told him, he would have missed the greatest blessing of his life. Amen. I believe that with all my heart. Amen. So here he is. He gets up and it's done that he loves his only son Isaac. And if y'all know anything, the truth of the matter is, Abraham had many kids. Yes, sir. Had a lot of other children. But Isaac was the son of promise, given to him in an old age he said I'm going to give you one what you've asked for so he loved Isaac and boy he cherished him and God said now I need you to take him I need you to give him up and so here he is and he looked I love both of these men boy Abraham and Isaac because number one I don't see where Isaac fought against his dad I don't see any kind of conflict Amen. he told him he said now son we're going to go up here and worship get ready Isaac said wherever you go dad I'm going with you wherever it is I'm going to follow you amen I want to tell you something tonight yes sir there's been people in your life countless times have showed you the right way to walk the right things to do hey can I tell you when you get saved you're not automatically some great Christian amen You've got examples of people that walked right and showed you how to be a Christian. Abraham showed Isaac how to follow. They call pastors leaders, amen, I agree with that. But a leader must be a follower before he can be a leader. Amen. We can't just be leaders if we ain't willing to follow. Amen, my job, I never ask anybody to do something I ain't never done myself. Amen. If I's get down in the mud hole and shovel, yeah. amen, I've got down in the mud hole and shoveled. <laughs> Amen. When the pastor preaches uh, some message uh, that tells you to get right, it's because he's been where you're at. uh, Maybe not in the same circumstances. Amen. I tell you, we ain't been in the same places. uh, You can't preach the experiences I can, Tree. Amen. We ain't never been there. But can I tell you, we've all been in a place spiritually uh, that we've allowed something uh, to get between us and the joy that we have. Hey, we've seen some people this morning. Amen. Get some joy back. Amen. You know why? Because he said, I'm going to take and get rid of what's in my way. Amen. So, Abraham has been asked a hard thing. According to the scripture, the Bible says, present your body a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto the Lord. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Which is. Your reasonable service, God ain't never asked me to do anything beyond reason. Amen. I've had to give up some things. Amen. Y'all begin to sing that song, Lighthouse Wayne. Amen. And the only man that come to my mind, I, I, I appreciate y'all singing. I really do. But Claude Sanford, my father-in-law. Boy, all I could see was him singing that song. Sung it for years, got the first stages of dementia. Amen. Uh, he can't hardly know what day of the week it is. Uh, but I can hear him singing that song. Uh, if it wasn't for the lighthouse, where would this ship be? Hey man, I can remember those tears, beginning to run down his eyes. Hey man, I- I'm going to preach tonight. He was an Abraham to me. Uh, amen. Uh, uh, he led me. He showed me a lot. Life, that Christians all live. He showed me that it was alright to live right and be separated from the world. He showed me things in my Christian walk. When I had questions, I look at his life and he was an example to me because he was willing to follow whatever God would give him to do. One of my heroes, that man... There's a whole story, I ain't gonna preach that tonight. Amen. I'm gonna tell you this. Y'all get ready to follow. First thing happens to Abraham, God speaks to him. Like what the brother said. Amen, I'm gonna tell you, I don't believe God was done this morning. I believe maybe some lives need to be changed. I believe there's some people left in the same shape they came in. Yeah. I believe there's some folks didn't get what they needed. I believe there's some folks probably left here not dedicated. But if you'd ask the ones that did get what they need, how they felt when they left, they just said we felt good. So here is Abraham. Amen. Now the men that's with him notice they ain't no lamb. Amen. You can't tell me they didn't notice it. They've been with Abraham. They knew what a sacrifice was. But they noticed there wasn't no lamb. So here he is Abraham. Yes, sir, getting ready to go up the mountain. And what appears to be no sacrifice. Oh, but he had the greatest one ever. Amen. The willingness to do what God asked him to do. Hey, can I ask you tonight? Where's your sacrifice at? Hey, if you say it's Jesus, amen, I know that. But where's your sacrifice at? Amen. Do you know what sacrifice is? doing away with something you love to do what God wants you to do. What have you given up for the Lord lately? Amen. Sleepless nights? Yeah. Hard times? Yeah. I remember April, February of 2017, Trey. January of 2017, I got my first phone call. I'd been out without pastoring for probably about 11 months or so. Got a phone call, i have been praying, God, put me somewhere now. I'm your man, I want to do what you want me to. Lay a church in my heart. I man my phone run something, yeah. I answered the phone. Joe Thompson said, Hey, this is Joel from Smyrna Missionary Baptist Church in Louisville, Kentucky. No sooner than the words got out of his mouth, God said, Here it is. I said, No, Lord. I can't do that. I can't do that. God, what are you talking about? He said, This is where I've got you. Hey, man, I went up there and preached for him. They fell in love with the church. They fell in love with me. Hey, man, got in a vehicle. I'm going to tell one of my wives she, she can with me on the way home amen I got in a vehicle I remember shutting the door tray hey he looked at me and said don't you think for one minute we're going to come up here and pastor this church don't you for one minute think that we're coming up here amen God gave us a house right next to my mom and dad we've got everything we could ever want she said God wouldn't want us to do that I said okay baby I never said nothing because there's one thing Israel Douglas is learning 25 years don't argue with her Hey amen so i said okay honey amen can i tell you amen let me tell you something right now a sacrifice does not come without a price amen a price that you ought to be willing to pay when the lord of all lords and the king of all kings gave his life just for you you ought to be willing to live for him Amy said, don't you think about it. I said, okay, baby. They called me back. I kept going up there and preaching. She said, it's all right. We'll fill in for them. (laughs) I had about six months worth of work, maybe even a year's worth of work lined up, Linda. I was sitting at the house. I got a phone call. First customer said, hey, insurance money fell through. We're going to have to cancel the job. I said, okay. Next person called, hey, we ain't going to be able to do that. We, we're we going to have to cancel the job. I said, oh, okay. About three of them called. And next thing you know, I went from six months to a year's worth of work to nothing. In the blink of an eye, I didn't have a job. Next phone call, guy out of Louisville said, hey, I hear you needing a job. Well, who'd you hear that from? Yeah. I, I hear you needing a job. He said, I'm going to offer you, I can't remember it so much, an hour. Hey, man, I told Amy, I said, Amy, I said, what do you want me to do? I said, I can stay here. We ain't got nothing. I said, I can take this job. I said, at least we'll be able to pay the bill. I was already filling in it for, for Smyrna. She said, all right, honey. I guess you better go. So here I went we begin to work hey man, I don't know why God's got me down this road but that's alright, I'm going to pray hey man, You listen I ain't trying to say I'm anything I want you to understand that hey Amen, but we ought to be willing hey Amen, that's all I know to say tonight You ought to be willing If you ain't willing to get out of the mess you're in you'll remain in the mess you're in until you're willing to get out of it That was February. I started, March, I ran out of work and I went up there, started staying with Paul Alvey. Paul said, well, us men have talked. We ain't gonna play around, y'all be our pastor. I said, well, that's a little quicker than I expected. He said, well, God's done showed us. He said, and I know he showed you. Called Amy on the phone. She said, Honey, it's awful quick. Can they not wait a little bit longer? I said, Honey, they they ready. She said, Well, I guess we'll we'll figure it out. April the fifth of two thousand seventeen, they voted me in. I told you a story earlier. April the fifth, two thousand seventeen, they voted me in to be their pastor. April the sixth, twenty seventeen, God saved my son in law. God said, What more do you need? Praise the Lord. Can I tell you the willingness to do for God will pay off? Amen. Yeah, it'll pay off, I'm telling you. So listen, Abraham's to this point and he gets staring. I thought I was going to read some more but I ain't going to. I'm just going to follow the Lord. So listen to me. So now here they are and they're about to go up the mountain. And Abraham's willing, I believe with all my heart, even though he looked at them men and said, "Men, the land will return. Amen. He still was willing to give him up if that's what God required. Here they go. Isaac, been a kid, says, I'm going to put it in my terms if that's all right. Dad, I see the fire. I'm carrying the wood. Where's the lamb? And these are words right here God will provide. I'm going to finish that in a minute. First, I want to get to the provide part. God will provide, amen. You want to talk about a God that's able to provide, amen. There's been times in my life, boys, I didn't know if I was going to be able to put gas in the car. I didn't know how I was going to make it, amen. I was pastoring my first church, amen. I had an eighth of a tank in a Suburban, had a 350 motor in it, amen. Them things love gas, seven miles to a gallon, about best you can do, amen. I had an eighth of a tank. I hadn't had a paycheck, and I don't know when, I was pastoring about fifteen people. Amen. They couldn't afford to give me nothing. I didn't have anything. And every night we'd get in that vehicle and we'd head to church. I'd say, Amen. How much gas do we got? She'd say we got an eighth of a tank. I said, That's enough to get started back. Amen. And the next night I'd come, I ain't putting no gas in it, Terry. Amen. I'm telling you what God'll do. If you'll just trust in him, he'll provide. Next night, we got in there blamed. I said, Amy, how much gas we got? We got an eighth of a thing. I said, good, that to get a stand back." Monday night, Tuesday night, Wednesday night. I'm not lying. Thursday night. Friday night, never put a drop in it. Something. I man, every night, had an eighth of a tank, Just enough to get there and just enough to get back. Amen. Wasn't no time for dealing with you. We didn't have gas to go anywhere else. But God made sure we had gas to get to church. Amen. Here it was. I can remember. I got paid that Friday. Ain't hey, God good? Ain't hey, listen to me. Amen. That Friday night, I rode around. I said, Amen. How much gas we got? Ain't through the tank. On the way back, we coasted into the gas station. It went from a tank to empty. I said, Pull in there. God's made a way. I'll fill it up. Hey Amen. Can I tell you something tonight? Uh, uh, preacher, that just sounds silly. What are you trusting in? Uh, what you can do or what God can do? Amen. I'm telling you true stories. Amen. Hey I've saw God move in our lives. I began pastoring. We've saw people saved. Yeah. We saw people join. Sure. Hey Amen. We saw God help. Amen. Preacher, was it worth it? Every minute of it. Ask my wife. Amen. She'll tell you. Yes, sir. Mom had a massive heart attack. Amen. July just started pastoring. And in July, she had a massive heart attack. Almost took her out of this world. I Amy mean, just tore all to pieces. I said, go take care of your mom. I'll take care of church. Yeah. You know what my church did? They put their arms around her. And they loved her. And ain't one of them come to me and said, she ought to be here. Yeah. And they said, hey, how's your mommy doing? Yeah. What can we do to help? How can you help? Hey, you know what they would do? They'd say, hey, preacher, we fixed your supper. Do you need anything? How can we help you? Yeah. Tell me God ain't good. I'll call you a liar. Why? Because he's been faithful. Tell me a time he's not been faithful. Amen. So tonight, here Abraham is. Amen. He said, God will provide because, I don't know if you know this, but he'd already done it for Abraham in the past. Abraham looks at his son and says, God will provide himself a lamb. Boy, some bold words, ain't it? Why? Because Abraham knew the promise of God, didn't he? Amen. He knew the power of God. He knew the provision of God. He knew the sanctity of God. He knew everything about him. Abraham was a friend to God. And get up on the mountain. And man, there he is Isaac and Abraham. Now, boys, I don't know about anybody else. They, they' some theories about his age. I don't know, I don't get into it. I don't, it don't really matter. Some folks say he was probably around 20 years old. I don't know. could be right. I, I have no idea. They, there's a lot of time in there we can't account for But I want to tell you something: you take one of them. Abraham was an old man. You take 20-year-old man up there and try to bind him up. If he put up a fight, he probably could have whooped him. If you just want to no know truth, amen, I'm just being honest with you for a minute, amen. So obviously Isaac did not put up a fight when his dad said, now I'm going to lay you on this altar. Hey boys, the first thing he did when he got up there, hey, hey y'all remember a message I preached, the altar the altar. y'all remember that one? Hey amen. Can I tell you something? The First thing he did when he got up there was built an Altar. You won't know what happened some this morning. We seen some folks build an altar. We saw some folks lay some things down. We saw them sacrifice them. Get rid of them. I'm tired of it. Binds him up, boys. I hope y'all understand what I order. What I order is number one. I hope you understand what an offering is. He's getting ready to draw that knife and cut him into pieces. And burn him. Binds him up. Ladies and gentlemen, preacher, you said he would have missed one of the greatest blessings of his life. I believe he would have. Oh. What do you mean he would have? Just imagine. Standing there drawing the knife back. Willing to do what God asked you to do. Willing. Can I tell you something? If you'll be willing, God will be willing. You want you to all save. God's willing to save them, but He wants you. You want to see your people come, your co-workers, your neighbors... Hey man, you want to see the folks around you? Hey man, God's willing to bring them to the house of God. Hey, but I want to tell you what, He's going to have to use you. Amen. Yeah. Some of you. Hey man. Pretend willingness. That's when you get down and see my wife made me a promise years ago. Trey, I got run off from the church one time because they didn't believe in my beliefs and theirs didn't line up. And That's all right. I ain't going to go into all of them details. I got in and I shut the door. Old Ford Ranger pickup with red interior. I'll never forget it. She got in and shut the door. I paid $500 for it. If that ought to tell you how, about, how good a shape it in. She got in and shut the door. We had two kids or one kid put right in the middle of us. At that time. She looks at me and said, Where you go, I go. Yeah. <laughs> Wherever God leads you, yeah. I'm going with you. That's right. I, whatever happens, I walk by your side. I won't I won't back down. I said, Okay, baby. Yeah. Hey man, Amen. when God led me up there to Louisville, hey man, it took her a minute, I ain't gonna lie. Amen. And I don't blame her rightfully so. Amen. Wow. It took her a minute. But one day she came in that church house and she laid it all down. Wow. And said, I'm willing, God, to follow you. Wherever you take us, whatever you want, wherever you go, I'm going to go. You know what my wife would have done? Hey, can I tell you? Listen, Terry complimented her. Hey Amen. You think she got to work in the morning. We got a four and a half hour drive back home tonight. Amen, she's got to work. She said, what are we doing, honey? I got in the vehicle. I said, honey, the Lord just told me I need to come back tonight. She said, all right, honey. I just want to know what we's going to do. She didn't fuss. She didn't put up a fight. She didn't argue. She said, I'm willing if that's what God wants. Yeah, that's good, bro. Amen. Amen. Twenty five years that way. Yeah, all right. Twelve years I've been pastoring, she's been that way. Yeah. I call revival. She shake her head sometimes. I got so much going on. <laughs> she say, but if that's what God wants, that's what I want. Yeah, man. Can I tell you we ought to be willing. You know how Abraham would have missed the biggest blessing of his life? Yeah. He dropped the knife back and the angel of the Lord came. Yeah. I don't know about anybody else, but I like seeing them angels, don't you? Oh, don't you picture somebody with a halo and some wings, amen? Angels, God's people. You entertain them unaware. God sends you a message sometimes, amen, through the right people, amen. They are the messengers of God. That's what an angel is. Look it up, amen. I've entertained a few, and I thank God for every one of them who's called me in the time I needed them, who's reached out and helped me when I couldn't stand, who's been there with me and walked through the fire with me. Amen, I'm telling you, I've got some of those folks. You do too, amen. If you'll just trust in the Lord, I'm going to tell you something. You You think the world's your friend. Amen. You think they really love you. These folks here love you more than you could ever imagine. He'd have missed out. Angel Lord said, Abraham, Abraham, stop. Don't take thy son's life. Don't even harm him. Not even a hair on his head. Here's the good part, ain't it? It gets Isaac up, and well, wouldn't you know it? There's a ram caught in the thicket. Wouldn't you know it? Ain't something to stand in the place of his son. Well, we all know that's Jesus. We ain't gonna try to get and that's a whole nother message. Amen. But I'm going to tell you something. Are you ready? Are you willing? Amen. Number one, you ain't built an altar in a long time. Amen. Amen. You ain't built an altar in a long time. You forgot how. Well, there's good instructions. Amen. We preached this morning about the foundation. Hey, You know what Elijah did? When he's down there and they broke down the altar. Not those people. Israel had broke down the altar. He didn't need their altar that they had for Baal. He used God's altar. They had watered it to death. Crying out to the wrong thing. Trying. He repaired the altar. The First step to get where God's at huh, is doing some repairs huh, in your own life. Huh, amen. What do you mean, preacher? Huh, hey, coming to God and letting him fix yeah. what's wrong. Yeah. Right. Now, can you imagine when Abraham and Isaac get back? Can you imagine? Them two men, when they saw him return, yeah. said, can you tell us all about it? Yeah, man. Can you tell us what happened up on the mountain? Can I preach to you tonight? It's time to get to the top of the mountain. Yeah. Come on. Why so you can tell somebody how good the view is? Yeah. Abraham said, I looked afar off yeah. and I saw it. Yes, sir. What would you see? I saw deliverance. I saw grace. I saw the Lamb. I saw what God's going to do. I know what He can do. He'll take our place in death. He'll help us if we'll let Him. And yet, I love you. And yet you want to play the big boy or the big woman and sit in your seat and pretend everything's all right. Preacher, how do you know that? Guilty? I don't want to move because I'm supposed to be an elder in the church. Can I preach for a minute? I don't know... Sounds pretty much like Abraham was pretty old by this time, don't it? And man, he was 100 years old when Isaac was born. 99, Sarah was 99. It seems pretty miraculous in itself. Abraham's pretty old at this point. An elder, wouldn't you say, got men, servants, People that followed him, Lot even followed him there for a long time. All these people looking up to him. But you know what the one thing he was willing to do? Whatever God told him to. We get to a status in church and and I hate it. You don't think pastors need to order? You're wrong. You don't think pastors' wives need need to order? You're wrong. You don't think deacons need to order? You're wrong. we saw one of the greatest things and blessings from a deacon's wife this morning. Yeah, man. Amen. 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 That's pretty high status. Yeah. We want to say in the church. Amen. Yeah, but can I tell you. God didn't save me to be bigger than you and you to be bigger than me. Amen. amen. He expects no more out of me and He does you. He doesn't ask me to do it if I'm not able to do it. Can I tell you? Amen. Hey, can I just preach my heart? If God called you to preach, amen, you listen to me. Boys, I can tell you, I don't like preaching this a lot, but it's alright. If God called you to preach, it's time to get dedicated yeah. to preaching and let everything else in the world go and start getting in the book uh, and start studying uh, and start reading uh, and preach I'm going to leave that in words if God sets you apart to do something in the church it's time to do it preacher we don't shout like we used to why? why? well I guess God ain't the same well I tell you that's a lie why because the Bible said he's the same today, tomorrow and forevermore past, present, future he's the beginning and the end Alpha and Omega he's the author and finisher of our salvation amen he ain't changed can I tell you oh Lord help me some of you left here jealous this morning preacher what do you mean you was jealous because that wasn't you getting things fixed up in the way y'all do. You was jealous because somebody else got their testimony back. Somebody else got their praise back. Somebody else got their joy back. And you're back there madder and fire. Why? Because you ain't got yours. Amen. You know why you ain't got yours? Ain't nobody else's fault in this church. If you try to point a finger at somebody, I'll tell you nothing. I'm going to tell you one thing. That woman right there loves me with all her heart. And it is not her fault when Israel Douglas ain't where he ought to be. It ain't her problem. It's my problem. Amen. And it ain't my fault if she ain't where she needs to be. Amen. Preacher, y'all, man, yep, I put it pretty close for you. Amen. Can I tell you, Ain't no man sitting on this front row keeping you from getting right. Hey, and I'm not done there. If you're a man on the front row and you ain't right, you ought to get right. I told you I ain't real popular. It's time to quit playing church and start having church. Lord, I was hoping it'd go better than that. It's easy to play the part. I used to play church when I was a kid, Terry. I don't know if you did. I'd gather my sisters and my cousins up. We'd go up there somewhere in the mountains. I'd set me up a little podium. I was the preacher, I wasn't even saved, by the way. But I I remember I could mimic what my dad did, I could play the part. People tell me all the time, you act just like your dad when he preaches. Yeah, I watched him. You hearing me? I watched him. Hey man, it's easy to come in here and play the part. Preacher, how you know that? I did that when I was a kid and I was lost. My sister would testify Somebody get a special song. They'd act like they praying, boy, we go through all them motions, just like they did in church. We went through every one of them motions. <laughs> Amen, we had it all worked out. I don't know if any of y'all have done that when you was youngins, but we did. one of our greatest toy, one of our greatest playtimes, we played church. Amen. Hey, but I am going to tell you something. When I was a child, I spoke as a child. I acted as a child. I did as a child. Amen. I did childish things. But when I became a man, amen, glory to God, oh, I put away childish things. Amen. You want to be a man of God? you want to be a woman of God hey Amen. I don't care your age I don't care if you're a teenager I don't care if you've been saved for six months hey man, put away childish things and do what God tells you to do I've learned in the book you can't love the world and love God it won't work so whatever you're holding on to y'all try letting go of I saw some healing, I saw some help, amen. Amen, we on the right path. I saw God do things I didn't know would ever come about. Everybody agree, I saw things I've been praying for the last three years. Y'all didn't know I was praying about it, but I was. I saw things happen. Little lady in the back, she's going to probably get on to me and forgive me if I forget names, I'm sorry. I'm at a very disadvantage. Everybody introduces me, Terry does, so all y'all know my name. Forgive me if I don't know all y'all's names. There's a lot of people. I barely can't remember the 50, I got a pastor at my church. So forgive me. Little lady came up to the altar. She was teasing Terry and I afterwards. She said, bring a pastor in here and says come to the altar and see what happens she's the first one to come to the altar and did you see what Missy thank you Trey always helps me out did you see what happened when she did did you see what happened did you, did you see with the willingness that she had to do what God wanted to do did you see what happened If you didn't, you had your eyes closed, you ought to open them. What happened, preacher? God began to move one by one by one by one. And we had an hour worth of choir singing just so people could shake hands. Just so people could fellowship. And in the moment of fellowship, somebody else would move. You know why? Because somebody was willing. Where is your sacrifice at? Ain't you ready to go up the mountain? Preacher, what do you mean? It's time to get up there. You've been in the valley too long, you've been down there broken too long. God's told you to come out of there. Y'all to come out of there. Abraham, he said. Abraham. Abraham said, Behold, here am I. Yeah. You know what that meant? He didn't try to hide from him or make an excuse. He said, Here I am. I'm, I'm ready. You got something for me do? Lord, you just tell me I'm ready. Yeah. Hey, man, that's enough. Get a song. If that's all right. Oh, turn the balls in your court. But really, I'm going to say it's up to you. See, I I can preach my heart out. Terry can preach his heart out. God can knock on your heart. God can ask you. But see, at the end of the day, our God let us make the choice, don't we? So it's up to you what you do with it tonight. Preacher, I, I like where I'm at. I like where I'm living at. Well, is God pleased with where you're living at? If God come by to visit, would you have to clear up some things first? I remember when I was out of church, I want y'all to pray just now I don't tell this story too often. I got out of church, man. Amy had first got married and I got out of church and I started drinking I don't like telling that story because I'm ashamed of it. Yeah. Shame on me. Yeah. But I would keep beer in my refrigerator,
3: got Terry. You. Yeah, I got you.
6: And when my dad come by, he'd pull in, I'd run. Linda and I'd grab it, and I'd hide it so my dad wouldn't find out. Yeah. I'd clean up real quick so my dad wouldn't know about it. Yeah. All the while, God knew all about it. Yeah. See, you can hide it from the pastor. And you probably do a good job of it. Hey, man, you can come in, put on a fake smile, shake hands with everybody. Hey, I go to church every now and then just to appease my mom and my dad and some church folks. I'd pop in and I'd see them. and, And you know what I would do? I'd run to the altar I'd act like I got right and I'd hug everybody and I'd go right back out and do everything I was doing before. Shame on me. Had a a little baby at the house. Shame on me. Preacher, what's the matter? You can't change that. No, but I sure ain't proud of it. If I had it to do over again the moment he saved me and called me preacher, I'd have took it serious and done everything he wanted me to do. Got out there. I'm saying this. If the pastor came over, would you have to hide stuff? Preacher, I wouldn't want the pastor to see my house the way it is. See, here's the thing. God already knows what shape it's in. Hiding it from him ain't gonna do you a bit of good. Because God already knows where you're at. Is your life what it ought to be? Can I tell you, your friends and loved ones are counting on you. God, boys, I watch Cooper and these young men, my son, these young preachers, Terry, God's really helping them, boys. I'm telling you. Amen. Yes,
3: sir.
6: Dedicated. Yeah. Dedicated.
3: That's right.
6: I was 20 years old before I got back in church. But right before I turned 21 and even become legal, I gave it up. I got up one night, I don't know why I feel like telling this, God got real serious with me. He woke me up in the middle of the night, every night at two o'clock. I'd walk in the bedroom where my baby was and make sure she was still alive. God said, preach my word. He'd already called me, but I was out. God, I can't. He said, "I know, but I can preach." Lord, I can't do that. Every night, two o'clock in the morning, I get up. They was in a bad car accident, April the first, nineteen ninety nine. You'd have thought I got back in church, Chase, but I didn't. They nearly escaped death just by a little bit. I said, it's all right." It's alright, I got this. Thought I had the world by the tail, Terry. Boy, I don't like telling this a lot. But God's got me here tonight for somebody. And man, I get up, and every time God say, I'm going to take everything you love if you don't preach my word. I remember, I got drunk one night, I got so drunk I began to throw up and I got got a parcel and I puked it up and my wife had got it out of the garbage for me and cleaned it up and put it back in my mouth. I still remember a silhouette in the door, Eric. I was laying in the bed. Somebody had helped me get there. I was laying in the bed and she leaned over against the door. Tracy said, I'm not going to live like this anymore. I'm done. She said, either you get where you need to or me and my halo's leaving. God said, preach. I said, yes. Amen. I said, yes, Lord. You know what happened? The moment I surrendered, I went from drunk to sober like that right there. That's God, I'm telling you. Amen. Amen. I raised up out of that bed. I looked at her and I said, we'll be at church on Sunday morning. Amen. She said, "All right, I'm holding you to it. Amen. You know where I've been ever since? At the house of the Lord. Amen. Because He still told me, preach His Word or He'll take everything I love. Amen. And I loved them. And He said, He'd take them from me if I left. I'm not going to depart this way because I believe Him. Preacher, is that because you're afraid? Yes! The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. I fear Him. And that's the problem of the world today. They ain't got no fear of God about them. You think you can go on on and on and on and on and on and on and never get a whipping? He said, those I love, I chasten and rebuke. And those without chastisement, yep, the book says... They're bastards and not sons. That's the Bible. You don't have to like that term if you don't want to, but that's the book. It's gonna cost you more than you're willing to pay. Sin will take you farther than you wanna go, keep you longer than you wanna stay, and cost you more than you're willing to pay. But you know what God can do? Trey said it this morning, his mercy endureth forever preacher why'd you tell us where you've been at because somebody may be where I'm at I don't know I don't know Terry if you are I'd come running right now with everything I got I'd throw myself on the altar and I'd say God I'm serious I want to follow you God I'm willing if you'll just let me come on As they sing, somebody needs to pray. My heart's heavy tonight. Life's in a mess. Nobody gonna think nothing. You just need to come get what you need. Come on. We need some Abrahams. We need some Isaac's. We need some folks willing to do what God tells them to do. Come on. Surely somebody, surely somebody would say, it's me, Lord.
3: calling today. Amen. Is calling. Calling today. Amen. Thank God for another great gospel message. Powerful, great conviction. And uh, just as preacher was getting finished there, he leaned over and kind of whispered to me, he said, I believe, really believe somebody's needing to move. Yeah. And uh, I said, I believe there's a whole lot of somebody's needing to move. Yeah. And then just a minute, we asked for another song. If you're here tonight, examine yourself with God's help. Yeah, buddy. He'll let you see what you are. He'll let you see where you are. And, uh, you know, you can waver back and forth and say, well, I might be okay. i And you can look at other people and say, well, I I feel like I'm good as they are. If they're okay, I'm okay. God didn't tell us to measure ourselves by somebody else. He told us to examine ourselves by the word of God with the aid of the Holy Spirit. If God's speaking to your heart tonight and you're needing to do something, don't turn that away. And let me tell you this, if you're here tonight and you're just not sure if you're okay, then you're not okay. When you're really okay and you're right in tune with God, uh, God will let you know that you're really, really okay. And so I want to sing again, and you that God's calling, I want to invite you to come down, let's pray. Please come. let Let me say this before we sing. If you're lost, if you're out of fellowship, or if you just, like I said earlier, if you're in one of those spots, you say, well, I just don't really know. Well, then you need to come and find out. If you hear, if you need to join the church, the door is open. Come and tell us that's what you need to do. Now, Preacher, is it important to belong to church? Yeah, it sure is. I'm telling you what. Uh, you need to get in your place, get in your spot. And let God lead you. You're part of the building. You need to be in your spot. And God's people are connected. And we all have a place to work together. And if you do your part, it makes it more powerful for the other folks to do their part. And so whatever you need is tonight. God's calling to somebody. God's word doesn't go out void. A message like this goes to people. Sing when you're ready. Somebody needs to come. Please obey the Lord. Please obey the Lord, come on, come while he waits for you, come, obey the Lord, please come, let God have his way, it seems hard to let God have his way, but God will help you let him have his way. And every time you do that, life gets better and you get happier. I've talked to people over the years, I've talked to people that move for the Lord and one of the recurring things they say, I wish I'd done that sooner. Why didn't I do that sooner? Why did I wait so long? Why did I put it off? Don't put it off tonight please come God's calling bless him Lord come pray with this one praise God tonight praise God tonight obey the Lord praise God for this one to come I expect there's many more need to come but I praise God this brother's come but if you're here tonight and you need to come please come obey the Lord obey the master he wants just good for you God's never instructed us to do something that was bad for us never has never will everything God gives is good please obey tonight Help Lord, help Lord, help Lord. I need to tell the truth, I'm sorry.
2: God called me to preach when I was 18 years old.
4: and I've been running ever
2: since. I just need to get right with the Lord, and I need to do what He have me
6: to do. And if it be preaching and getting up here and doing it, Lord, Lord, help me to do the
2: best I can do. Yeah! And uh, I'm just so sorry that I've been running for so long. But if you'd be praying for me, I'd appreciate it.
6: Yeah!
3: thank God for you, son. Sing us just another verse of song. Somebody else needs to come. Me and his brother needs to talk a little bit. And if you want to hug him, shake hands with him, hug his neck, do that. You want to get baptized? to move do that right now while God's calling while you can yeah amen thank you lord thank you lord for just a little bit you can keep shaking hands uh, Brother Isaac's come up here and uh, had a request of me and uh, uh, just uh, tell the church what you're wanting to do Brother Isaac
4: What I'd like to do is I'd like to be baptized next Sunday and become a member here.
3: Amen and and I ask you if you had a time and a place that you go back to and you had an experience where you had uh, bowed and asked God to save your soul and I ask if you had a time you know when you got saved and you told me
4: Yes, I was a member at Central Christian Church on North Street. Yeah. And that's where I was first baptized and then I seen the light. All right. And you got, so you know you're saved. Yes, I do. All right.
3: You've heard Brother Isaac's request. Could I hear a move we receive him as candidate for baptism? Okay. Right. I'm moving second. Everybody raise your hand. Mm -hmm. Amen. And uh, uh, Sister Carla told me that uh, uh, Kyle would like to get baptized next Sunday. She's already told me that. I was going to tell the church anyway. So. Mm God willing, we'll have baptized next Sunday, and Brother Isaac and Brother Kai get baptized. We got we got a bunch more people need to get baptized, and so I hope some of you's circumstances will uh, pan out. And if not, well, I'm not trying to criticize anybody. We'll set up another time for the rest of you later. But uh, everybody that can it's candidates for baptism. Let's try to work it out so you can, and many of as you can can do that Sunday. And so, uh, guess I ask. Uh, I guess I had everybody raise your hand. Then I? I don't remember if I did or not. Okay, so sing another song and just keep shaking hands. And, and, and the rest of you, the rest of you that need to move, do that. Move. Obey the Lord. this meeting tonight thank the lord for the gospel and the good songs thank the lord for brother andrew that announced his calling to preach tonight and i told him i said god's blessed you and you've got a good gift that god's already give you to help you with that i said that's your good wife that's standing beside it linda does it seem like just a few days till i've done that I don't know why I feel like telling this, but yeah, I need to tell. I'd been out of church. Got back in church, sort of. <laughs> but God called me to preach, and I was told him I can't do it. And I said, you know, Lord, I can't do that. I was explaining to God why I couldn't do it. Trying to, te- trying to teach him some things. Well, uh my wife got real sick, and I uh, couldn't seem to find out what's wrong with her, and she was sick, sick as could be. And so I was praying for her. And uh, so uh, God said, uh, if you'll go to church and follow me and do what I tell you and announce you calling, your wife will get well. And so I come to church. And I announced my call, and I told him God to called me to preach. And boy, that was, seemed like a hard thing for me to do. And I'd left her in the bed when I come to church. And I, I sort of hated to leave her, but I hated not to because God told me to go to church and announce my call. And uh, I figured He could take care of her. <laughs> when I got back home, uh, I went in to see how she's doing, went in the bedroom to see about her, and she wasn't in the bed. Uh, she was in the kitchen cooking and singing a song and that's true She's just, she said she said I was sick as dogs at all at once I got well just like yeah, that man. God can do what needs to be done it don't take him a long time yeah. so I thank God for this meeting you know let me tell you some interesting stuff when I come in tonight I was, before church started I was here a few minutes earlier, and I was walking around one of the brothers said hey he said let me talk to you I said yeah he said hey he said, boy what a meeting that was this morning he said did it seem to you like it, we might need to call Israel in a revival? <clears throat> and, then, and then before church got started, uh, I'd come around and was getting ready to come up here and sit down. I was another brother come up to him and said, Hey, hey, he said, I want to talk to you. He said, You think we ought to keep him in revival? And uh, so uh, I wonder how many people thought that. Oh, boy. Man, alive, That's that's a lot of people. Did you hold up your hand, Israel? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, hey, hey, hey. I thought you wild, but yeah. I yeah. I thought you well, that's right. I don't. You held up both hands. Was one of them for Amy? <laughs> <laughs> okay. And uh, but I told those men because I'd already uh, asked Israel a few questions, being nosy. His church is starting a revival tomorrow night. And so what I thought we might do, uh, I know it's our brotherhood meeting tonight because our business meeting next Sunday night. And so when our brotherhood uh, meets out in the fellowship, I thought we might talk about this and uh, uh, see when we think a good time is, uh, try to get a time settled, and then get a hold of Israel and see if that time would fit his time because we, we, we need to work with Israel and Amy We we want we want to be cons we want to be considered of Amy too, and uh, so okay that sounds good, and so boy what a what a day we've had praise the Lord and uh, Andrew I thank God for you And the move you made and uh, so okay anybody else got anything on their heart before we come to a close you know even even without a song right now. If you're needing to move and God's calling you, you can just get up from wherever you at or step out from where you're at and come. That's the way Brother Jesse did that a week ago today on Sunday morning. Just That's the invitation we've made. And he just got up and came and got saved. Thank the Lord. I like to to this, this Amen. Uh,
7: obviously, congrats to you, thank you for everything you Right. Learned, course, for right.
3: Yeah. Right. Than today. Amen. It blessed my heart. It's, yeah, buddy. It, it fed me. And sometimes <clears throat> us
7: pastors need to preach to come to Bows that line today and Morgan with me so we could hear what we needed to hear. And, uh, and I appreciate Andrew. And, uh, I'm going to be praying for him. Uh, but uh, I just, I thank the Lord for just being here, what he's done for my family and, and for us. and. I want to share this. Uh, Israel was in a revival, uh, the one that his son-in-law got saved in, and I got to be there one night. And, and he'd been telling everybody I was I was his son for a while. And I said, and he told his whole family, and he skipped over me. And uh, and I, I mentioned it to him. And so the next revival we were in, he shared that I was his son. And and I asked, I said, well, how long have you met, you and Amy have been married? How long? Have 25 years. I said, well, I'm 28. I'm I said, you got some explaining. explain <laughs> that. But uh, they've, they've taken me in and, and just love me, and, and I appreciate them so much. And uh, I don't know if I'll get to be here in person for this revival, but we're going to be watching and, so, and praying. Uh, and I know I'm in Tennessee, 99% of my time, but mine is still my home. I, it my is, and I, love, I
3: I would be a I'm a of who I am without church. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I thank you and, and everything I've learned here and, and, and grown and grown up.
7: And I didn't know this growing up before God called me to preach, but I was learning so much from you to, on how to preach and how to pastor. And uh, I wouldn't be where I am without you, Pat, well, And I appreciate you. Yeah. Yeah. Thank so, you. And I got to stand by my grandma for 15 years singing the choir. And I'm not as, as good of her as singing, but I learned a lot from her. And uh, yeah. I can't praise the church enough, but most amen. of all, I got saved right here. Yeah, amen. Thank the Lord. That's the best day I've ever had.
3: And thank the Lord for Trey, and uh, thank the Lord for Morgan, and it's got something on my heart. Are you going to be here Wednesday night, Andrew? Well, Wednesday night's going to be your first appointment. I, that'll that'll give you something to think about and pray about till Wednesday night. That's Wednesday night. Wednesday night will be your first appointment. All right. Okay. Seriously? <laughs> you, do you do you think you know how he's feeling? Been there. <laughs> Been there. Amen. Me too. Me too. I remember how I felt when uh, Siegel Newport uh, told me. He said, "Well, said so you're you're up Wednesday night." And I said, "Huh?" <laughs> I, I thought surely he's joking, but he wasn't, and I'm not either. <laughs> oh Lord. That now, anybody else got anything? It's all right, say all you any more things than you want to, buddy.
6: This week. Amen. Yes. I'm looking for uh, man. Jake Newberry and Tony Jefferson. Yeah. I, I mean. love them. Man, I appreciate them, but I'm also excited to get back. It's yeah. Amen. Your hospitality to me and my wife has been just, I couldn't even imagine. I told somebody coming up here, this is Smyrna in Ohio, and Terry calls. There you go.
3: Yeah. Uh, This is like an extension of our home. You've always made us just feel right at home. Yeah, buddy. And we love you with all our heart.
6: And don't think for one minute I'm not gonna be
3: praying. Amen. And whenever God
6: continues, we just want to be moving. But don't forget us this week. I
3: believe that. I believe God's gonna do
6: some big things around our old church, and I'm I'm looking you. Amen. Amen. We love you. I love this. This church with all my heart. I, I'm sorry I don't know everybody's name, but, <laughs> shit, but I love you like you my own family. I oh, see your faces yeah.
3: all the time. Terry calls me and we talk once a week. I appreciate the pastor he's
8: been to me. I can remember when I looked at Terry in the revival
6: and I said, Terry, my mentor he's out there, he's, he's gone. I can't, I, can't, I can't go to him anymore. I said, Terry, would you, Pastor? Terry pulled me up in his arms, he said, I'd be honored to. And he's been a pastor to me ever since, and I love him for it. Amen. He encourages you when you don't even know you've been encouraged. I hang up the phone, I'm in better condition than I knew when, when, I, when I answer the phone, and before I hang up, I'll say, Terry, I'm so encouraged. Thank you.
3: You've helped me so much Amen. Amen. I thank God for me and I'm looking forward to what God has in store for us. I love you. Thank you for loving us. Amen. Amen. I appreciate that. Thank you for the liberty. Thank you for the hospitality and loving me and my wife and my my family. We appreciate you all the Amen. Appreciate all those words. Thank God for you. Okay, let's just be praying for both those revivals. Okay, anything else before we come to close? Anything else at all? If not, we'll ask everybody to to stand. And I feel impressed again to do like I did this morning. I'm not going to have a closing prayer. Take this with you. Take this service and this morning service with you. And do whatever God wants you to do. And these services and what's been said here and what God's moved here with and these These moves that people have made, these'll all help you if you'll let God help you. So you're liberty to go.